everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are so excited today. We have a very special interview for you. I am Rachel and Amber's here. Hello, everybody. Yes, and we have a special hall star here to talk with us. We are talking to Autumn Research. This is so exciting. Hi, I love that I'm a hall star. That's adorable. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard that. Hi. (laughs) You may be the biggest hall star we've had yet. You're definitely in the running. Top five for sure. (laughs) Uh, you are one of the queens of hallmark like it's very big deal i mean i feel like i'll take princess i don't know about queen i feel like maybe danica and Lacey have that crown but i'm just happy to be on the court (laughs) well we're so excited we are very grateful for you taking the time out of your day to talk with us and i know our listeners are going to be so interested in hearing more about you and what we like to do is we like to ask our guests to uh, introduce yourself and to tell us what inspired you to become an actress. Ah, okay. Um, well, I saw a play when I was about six mm-hmm. and there was a child in the play. I saw Cinderella and I really um, didn't care much about Cinderella. Like, great, good for her. She has her <laughs> own storyline. But there was a kid my age playing a mouse. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> oh my God, that's what I'm supposed to do with my life. I need mouse ears and makeup on my face. And um, I need to be on that stage. And I basically begged my parents to put me in theater. And which, you know, luckily they did. And they were super supportive of. And we found my local community theater. And they let me try out for the next play, which basically just consisted of reciting a bunch of nursery rhymes. Mm-hmm. and um, and then I got the, like, child lead in it, and the rest is history. Oh, my gosh. Well, you are Love right out. Love it for sight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were right out of Amber's heart then, because you, she loves the secondary characters, and so you didn't. And you fell in love with the mouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I always, that was what was always interesting to me. I always liked the, um, you know, the character actors and the character roles, and, mm-hmm. you know, I realized when I actually you know, got older, I realized that wasn't going to be my casting for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I got okay with that. But but yeah, definitely at first, I was like, I want to say all of the, you know, I want a weird hat, and I want a funny <laughs> voice. And um, yeah. <laughs> that is really funny. I love it. <laughs> yeah. your, your parents were like, you don't want to be the princess, you want to be the mouse. I was like, no. Oh my God. I was the funny thing is the play that I did right after that. Um, even though I was the lead, I was very upset because one of the other little girls got to play a dog and (laughs) she had like, she literally had no lines, but, and and I had all of the lines and I could not care less. I was like, she has a really cool like outfit and she's got spots on her face. And what have I done wrong? (laughs) Dress and pretty makeup and lines. (laughs) I've got dog ears. Um, no, I've gotten, I've, I've moved past that. Oh, good. That's good. That's funny. So how did you transition from, uh, from that to, uh, to working in television and things like that? Um, I read a lot of biographies. I was an avid reader. And so I read a lot of biographies of actors when I was growing up. And, um, and I don't know, I, I guess I just, let me think, how did I decide to go into it? Well, I'm from Southern California. 
Mm. So even though I, I grew up two hours outside of Los Angeles, it was a pretty, it wasn't like I had to move across the country to pursue it. I applied to one theater school when I was 17 because I was like, I'm either going to move to LA and like waitress tables or I'm going to hopefully get into UCLA. And, um, and luckily I did. And, um, and then I went to theater school for a few years there. And then mm. I, um, started working in film, film and television pretty quickly. I was an intern at a casting agency so that I could learn more about the, um, the business side of things. And, um, and I always, I liked the business side. I thought, I thought that was unique and interesting. And, um, it, it always was apparent to me that that was the direction that I was going to pursue. I still love theater. I still do theater, but, um, you know, it's certainly more difficult to make a living in theater than it is in film and television. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's really cool to get like the, to start understanding casting. Like that seems like a, such a smart decision to, at the beginning of your career. Yeah, exactly. I'm still like that. I like to know as much as possible about what I'm going into. I'm releasing a little bit more of that and just learning to trust and surrender mm-hmm. to whatever God has in store for me. Um, but I also, I'm somebody who like, I like to get a lot of information and I like to do research and, um, yeah. Cool. That sounds great. Well, so how did you get, uh, it must've been an interesting thing to have the role on the OC, uh, given you grew up in Southern, Southern California. <laughs> yes. Um, it was a really different world than I grew up in. Like, um, I, did not grow up in affluence and um so it I I was like it's a world that I didn't know as far as like the world of the OC but it's a world that most of us who went to high school know as far as those uh the interactions teenage interactions and um relationships um but yeah I mean that job changed my life I loved it I loved my character I loved I learned more of um how to be myself through playing her because she always accepted herself even when other people didn't yes um and i just have to say uh i was probably taylor townsend's biggest fan (laughs) Um, (laughs) i i don't know if anyone else in the entire earth was like season four taylor's getting a bigger role she's gonna date ryan this is the best (laughs) like i was (laughs) so excited season four is my favorite season probably because of Uh, the groundhog day episode alone is just amazing um, That's one of my favorites too. That was so much fun and so absurd. I loved it. And you got to dress up like a, an animal, so it's yeah, child's yes, dream. Totally, yeah. Uh, I did. Oh my gosh, it comes full circle. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So, and I've just been ever since the OC. I've been like, oh my gosh, Autumn Razor is the most amazing. So, I mean, and that you know that led me to loving Valentine and Ordinary Family. And, and then you started making Hallmark movies, so I, I was so it. excited. I love that you just referenced Valentine. That is, like, one of the more obscure jobs that I've ever done, and it lasted for such a short time, so I love that you were one of the few that watched it. Oh, my gosh. I loved it. I own, like, the iTunes downloaded, like, <laughs> a whole season oh my God, with your fellow Hallstar, so Christopher Palaha, fun. so. Oh, my God. Love him. Um, we're dying to do a Hallmark movie together. Actually, we mm. talking about doing. I really, I really want to do one with him. Um, I loved the, doing that show though because we always had we had musical episodes. Mm-hmm. 
so it was so that. good. I'm a musical theater major. I'm like, I love the chance to do that. So much fun. So I think that we need a new, we need a, like a Valentine themed movie with you, Christopher Palaha, and it's a musical. Just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sold. Sold. I'll pitch it. Next week. Yay. <laughs> that sounds really good. <laughs> yeah. That must've been a surreal experience being on one of those kind of teen shows like that. Uh, it it must've been, it must've been pretty intense. Yeah, it really was. And it was, um, it was an adjustment period because that show had so much attention on it and mm-hmm. the, uh, the other actors had so much attention on them. Um, and that was the, I, I was basically coming from, you know, busting my bum at, at, at a acting class for the previous couple of years and um, to kind of be catapulted from this sort of like dark, like notes to grindstone, just like doing it for the art type of place to um, the paparazzi stalking us at work. Like, it was a, I didn't quite, it made me very uncomfortable and I don't think I made that transition like particularly gracefully. I think I made it with some fear and resistance and, um, but that's fine and normal and Mm -hmm. I got through it. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I had a, I learned a lot working on that show, a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't even imagine. That would be so, so surreal, weird having your life yeah. in a fishbowl like that. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and I didn't I didn't have much of that luckily, but watching the other people around yeah. me who did was definitely surreal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you were on Entourage for 10 episodes, is that fun? I was. That was a dream role. That was one of those, you know, a lot of actors we have like a handful of dream projects and what we would like to play in them and Entourage was one for me and I was always, I was like I want to be an Entourage and I want to go head to head with Ari Gold. And that was exactly what happened. And I was like, oh my God, dreams come true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was super, super fun. Super fun. That's cool. Was it a real contrast to what you've done uh, in, the, in the past, just being an HBO show and all? No, not really. Um, I mean, I'd been doing this for so long. And even at that point, I mean, I'd been in the, the business for almost 10 years I think and mm-hmm. it's all it's all the same to some degree just varying tones and very you in depending on who you're making it for whether it's theater whether it's a big screen film or whether it's mm-hmm. tv there's you know the basic tenets of what I'm doing are the same yeah interesting that's really cool so your first role for Hallmark was the love of the Thanksgiving Day Parade correct Yes, and they had actually pitched me for like the, the, I don't know, two or three years prior to that, they'd sent me various scripts and I had said, no, it wasn't something I was interested in doing. You know, Hallmark was in a really different place at that time too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and when I read Nancy Silver's script, Love of the Thanksgiving Day Parade, I thought it was so adorable and it had that classic banter from the 1940s, which yeah. are the type of films that are really dear to my heart, those kind of strong, powerful women who hold their own against men, and they, mm-hmm. they you know, the spark happens through that, um, that sense of uh, competition and, and uh, witty banter, and that's what that script had to me, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, I want to do that, and I hadn't starred in a movie at that point. I hadn't, you know, tested my, my skill to see if I could carry a movie, and so that really appealed to me to get to, 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 get to try that out and experiment. Mm-hmm. 
That's a goal. It's one of my and favorites. Then, Christmas movies. I really, too. I really like it. <laughs> I, think the di- I think the dialogue is really great in it. I really do. It's a fun mm-hmm. movie to watch. Mm-hmm. And you got to work with Antonio Cupo, who you would work with uh, again. Uh, but you have good chemistry yes. with him. He's so dear to my heart. I just adore him. Yeah, we did another movie for Hallmark, and then we actually just did a separate movie, a horror movie. We just finished <laughs> that, completely unrelated. Oh, fun. <laughs> I'm not going to bundle it into the Hallmark trilogy, though. That'll it'll just be separate. Oh, yeah, we'll keep it separate. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. And you're one of the rare uh, roles that a city girl is actually nice <laughs> and doesn't have to be reformed in a Hallmark movie. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's my thing. It's like city girls returns to her roots or discovers love in the country. Like. <laughs> Uh, that's sort of my my thing there and it's funny I have another project in development for them that will hopefully we'll get to do for next summer but um but that's the theme of that too it's like a busy New York girl uh (laughs) gives up her life in the city to try a week on a ranch in the country and of course you know falls in love (laughs) but uh but love and Thanksgiving parade I think the fact that you were still involved in a parade it kept you grounded from that city life from the from the toxic city life (laughs) right and i mean the whole thing with that character is she was all about nostalgia you know she wore all vintage and she loved hard copy books and she um you know fought for the hometown feel of the parade and and why it's important to the community so even though she was in a big city she was very much she had those small town values Yeah, yeah absolutely and I do love her fashion in the movie. It's very, very. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I got them. I went to one of my favorite, who she doesn't do vintage anymore, but there was this amazing shop at the time called Shireen Vintage downtown. Uh-huh. And um, when I bought that movie, I was like, I want to go pick out my wardrobe. And so I oh. went down to Shireen and we worked, yeah, we worked together. I was there for like, God, six hours and tried on everything in the store that I felt could be appropriate for the character. We took photos of everything. And then we sent it to um, to the wardrobe stylist and she picked and choose. And then she mixed in some of her own pieces, like that yellow dress that I wear in that. That's vintage Dior from like 1952. Wow. So that that was rented because that was expensive. But, um, you know, she mixed in her own pieces too. But I, I loved that I got to go and select so many of those pieces myself. And I got to keep some of them too. So some of them are still in my wardrobe. That's really, really cool. And you got to work with Allie, Allie Liebert in that one who we love. I love Allie. Adore her. We were just trying to get together when she was going to come to LA. So she's still a really close friend of mine. We see each other whenever we're in each other's city. Mm -hmm. She's become a a Hallmark darling uh, over the last couple of years, which is so fun. Mm -hmm. I love it. She deserves it. (laughs) Uh, So your next role for Hallmark was the Midnight Masquerade, I think. Uh, Was that what I did next? Um, I'm gonna go with yes. Sure. <laughs> uh, let me double check. The, yeah. Um, yeah. According to IMDb, which IMDb is king. Um, yeah. <laughs> masquerade. Uh, was that was that a fun experience to be in? Oh my gosh! Yes. Okay. So that was right <laughs> after I had my second son. I was like four months. He was four months old when I went and oh did that, gosh. and we shot it in. Canada. Yeah, so I don't remember a lot of that movie, to be totally honest, because I was so sleep deprived. Oh, <laughs> I was exhausted. I had a three-year-old and a four-month-old, like, 
put into a little tiny hotel room in Sudbury, from what I remember. So it was, uh, yeah, I don't remember a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, it was a good job. You did a good job. So don't worry about it. You're fine. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, it's hard I, to make a character, uh, you know, rich heiress kind of character like you played, like it's hard to make her them likable, but I think you did a good job in that of making her likable. So even though you couldn't, maybe it was, you couldn't remember, you were so sleep deprived that you were likable. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, well good. See you. I made yeah. it through. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> and you had pretty clothes in that one too. So you you have good fashion luck in oh a goodness. Hallmark <laughs> movies. Um, I remember there was a ball gown. I remember the yeah. ball gown. Yeah. It was pretty. Um and then you had uh, I do I do I do with Antonio Cuco. Yes. Yeah, I, I shot that like six months later. That's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, yeah, that one was that one was really fun. The, all the wedding dresses and um, Allie was in that one with me too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And yeah, and Nancy Silvers wrote that script too. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, Nancy Silvers is incredible. Can we just talk about that real quick? She's the best. <laughs> I love her so much. Yeah. She's so great. I want her to, I have this fantasy that she'll write so the sequel to A Country Wedding and it'll be A Country Christmas. That's oh. what I want her to do. Wouldn't that be cute? Yeah, that would be so cute. I, would I feel pretty know. confident that everyone wants that movie to happen. <laughs> like, as soon as this podcast gets released, like watch out. Hashtag A no, Country Christmas. Tell <laughs> Bill and Michelle. Yeah, I think it would be. I think it would be really sweet. I think there's more to tell about that story too with those two characters. I think. I think we could do it. Yeah. Well, and you got to be directed by uh, Ron Oliver in that, who's like a Hallmark legend. Mr. Oliver, Mr. Oliver, one of the dearest people in the world. Mm-hmm. I love him so much. <laughs> He's very busy now. Very busy. Oh, I know. I'm amazing. All I mean, of the movies. I know. He just did uh, um, Christmas Train, you know, last year, which was really yes. with the big Hallmark Hall of Fame. So that was exciting. Yeah, that one did really <laughs> well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's such a it's a clever idea of just reliving, uh, your, you know, this this wedding day over and over and over again until she kind of gets gets things right. It's a clever concept. I think a lot of people wish they could live their wedding day again. Yeah. <laughs> Just to fix it. Maybe yeah. I'm a different person. Uh, uh, different stress, different photographer. Change it all up. Yeah. I can only imagine. It's probably pretty stressful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of country wedding, so that was your next one. And yeah, it was, this- yes. This is, I think, one of the best non-Christmas Hallmark movies, period, end of story. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think you and Jesse had such good chemistry. I think there were so many sweet, adorable moments. And I love the scene when you're dancing and, and you kiss. Because I'm a big kiss, yeah. kiss fans and romances. But, um, but that scene is so romantic, <laughs> I think. 
My favorite thing about uh, that movie is the wedding at the end. I think it's such a sweet wedding. I would totally have that wedding. I love my hair in that. Yeah. It's so pretty. <laughs> Whatever they did to it looks so good. I loved it. And I was like, oh, I wish this was my own wedding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, so I'm just... such a sucker for weddings. Like, I, I love all of that. Yeah. I love to see, you know, what people are wearing and where the wedding's held and all of that. I think yeah. it's really, <laughs> it's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it was really sweet. It, and like his proposal was so sweet. Oh, it's just an adorable wedding, an adorable movie. Good. Thank you. <laughs> and don't forget, people who are listening to this, hashtag a country Christmas. Okay. Christmas. Yeah. Or, yeah. A country Christmas. A country yeah, Christmas. Yeah, country Christmas. I don't think they've done one called a country Christmas. They're waiting for the sequel for this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seems Saving like hard. that title. Yeah. Uh, hey that sounds good to me yeah and i i really liked uh just i don't know there was just such big heart to the movie and uh i don't know was it a special kind of movie to shoot and and did you feel yeah, like it, was it, something? it really was and ann wheeler i really liked her direction on that she has such a um there's such a calm underlying that movie which is her nature and i feel mm-hmm. like you really feel her hand in that movie which which i appreciate Mm-hmm. yeah yeah because i mean there's this because he just he's sort of resigned to the fact that well i'm just going to do something that's convenient and that makes sense intellectually as opposed to you know where his heart really is and uh and i, I like the fact that i think both of you are pretty dynamic characters in it you know because sometimes yeah. some of these is like the leading guy is just so perfect and the yeah or, or, you know, one or the other that, I don't know, this, I felt like they're both kind of flawed and, and interesting and I don't know, just really good. I really like it. Good. I'm glad. Plus you get to see, uh, I love a man in a cowboy hat. So <laughs> Hello. Yeah. And Jesse Metcalf in a cowboy hat. Hello. Yeah. That's Hello. Wrong there. <laughs> He's so gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sign up for that any day. <laughs> a country Christmas, another reason. A yes. country Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know you make these movies super fast. Uh, is that is that stressful for you, or like yes. how is that experience? Yes. yes, all of the yeses. Yes, <laughs> it's so intense. Shooting for Hallmark is super super intense because yeah, we we shoot these in three weeks. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's 16 hour days and you're in pretty much every scene. I mean, I think the only one that I had a, a, a schedule where I could breathe a little was Midnight Masquerade because it's a reverse Cinderella story. So the guy who I was in that with is, has more screen time. Mm-hmm. He's playing the Cinderella character. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything else, it's like, you know, it, it's super intense and it's super exhausting. And I've actually really um, been working on the last couple of years how do I support my health through that? Because I, when I did Bramble Hawk Christmas last summer, I was just a wreck when I came off of it, just physically. Mm-hmm. I, I was not, you know, healthy. It's just like I, you go, 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 and uh, my sleep gets messed up and my eating and just everything. And I was, it took me a while to recover from it. And so I've spent this last year learning more about my body and uh, the way that I work so that I can support myself and my health through these movies in a more sustainable way. And when I just, the one I just finished shooting, um, Season for Love, 
I was, it was so great. It was so enjoyable because it's still really hard on, on my body, mm-hmm. but, um, I, I came out of it and recovered really quickly. And mm-hmm. so I was, I was like, okay, all of the work that I put into, you know, figuring out what works for me, like it's, it's working. So now I'm like, okay, good. I'm good to go. I can do like at least, you know, I can keep going for at least five more years making these movies because <laughs> I can take care of my health. So. Um, yeah, it is. It's an intense process, and I'm sure you've heard that from the other women who you've had on your show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but definitely. in the end, you know, I'm like, we're we're so privileged to make these movies, and like, we're not working in a coal mine. Like, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? We're making romantic fantasy, so uh, like, it's you know, it's worth it. It really is, and it's um, it's a pleasure to to get the opportunity to do this. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. I mean, did you grow up watching a, a lot of movies that have a, a love for, I know you said theater, but uh, did you watch these kind of movies, rom-coms and stuff? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think what movies, well, The Princess Bride is my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so yeah, I have a, I have a, so- a soft spot for romance. Amelie is another one of my movies. Like if I could make movies, that would be the type of movie I would want to create. Um, so yeah, I love, I, I love romances. I mean, I love musicals, you know, so very <laughs> often those two things go together, but yeah, there are other, are there, is there other types of filmmaking that I also love? Of course, <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool. That's really cool. Uh, so your next movie was Valentine Ever After. Uh, in this, you got yes. to work with, uh, with Eric Johnson yeah, yes. that must have been fun. Yeah, we had a really good time on that movie, except for the fact that it was freezing and the whole movie's outdoors. <laughs> yeah. Was, oh. We ended up, they ended up having like a real, it was really cold. We, again, we were back in Sudbury and the whole movie is set with snow and we didn't get any snow. It was bitterly cold. It was freezing levels, uh, but it never snowed until like the last two days of production. And oh, then no. we got all of those beautiful outdoor riding shots and it was stunning and it was gorgeous. But like all the way up until then, we were like, oh, guess we'll be adding, adding digital snow. Like yeah. there's no snow. <laughs> um, but we got, we got some eventually. But yeah, that was a, that was a, a good, a good experience for sure. And That's Vanessa cool. Matsui was in that with me and she's so lovely. Yeah. yeah. I, I wish that she was in more of the Hallmark movie. Me too. Like, where has she gone? Bring her back. Hashtag Vanessa Metsui. Oh, maybe. I guess that could. I think, I think she's busy in, mo- in motherhood, but you can still hashtag her and ask her to be brought back. We can still work when we have babies. Hashtag her. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, this was quite a premise for this one. Uh, it's kind of classic Hallmark with these, you know, getting stuck uh, in this small town. I mean, <laughs> Uh, having to do this community service of course there's the hunky yes. guy <laughs> yes <laughs> really fun yeah, yeah it's very fun <laughs> uh all right so and you got to be on feature film on uh on the film sully was that cool yes. to work? was that cool working with clint eastwood oh my god yeah dream job <laughs> go like go to work work with clint eastwood Hello. yeah so it was, it, it, that was quite an experience and very different. I mean, big budget, clearly. Mm-hmm. And um, just hundreds of people on set, four cameras, um, all the executives were in a big, big tank of water on the Universal lot. We 
shot. I mean, I'm on screen for such a short period of time, but I was in New York for five days, and then I was back in Los Angeles for two weeks, all for that tiny period of time, because we actually did shoot on the Hudson as well mm. in New York. So it was a, it was, it was quite an, um, like a bucket list experience just to work on a film of that scope with a filmmaker of that scale, you know, and, and renown. It was, um, I was really very blessed. Yeah. Did you get to meet Tom Hanks? Yes, he's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Someday someone's going to be like, he was so rude to me, and it'll just be no, like, I don't think shock anyone's ever going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be fair, I don't think that it's like they'd be lying, but someday someone will say it. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, uh, so yeah, and then uh, the Bramble ha- Bramble House Christmas, and so this one was based on a book. Did you did yes. you read the book be- like before? I did or? not. I did hmm. not read the book. I did not read the book. I I think I usually would have, but this one seemed pretty straightforward. Uh-huh. And we usually the other thing is a lot of times we don't have that much time to prepare for these movies, and so you're left you you have a week basically, which is what I think I had on Bramble House. Mm. And you're left going, okay, so I can either, you know, work on the character that's on the page that's going to end up, oh, and the voicemail. Um, I can either work on the character that's on the page and work on my lines and developing that and where, where I overlap with her and fleshing that out. Or, you know, you just have to be judicious about how you use your time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And yeah, for me, it's always about what's going to end up on screen and what's, what's the emotional through lines mm-hmm. in the script. That's, that's where I would rather, you know, spend my, spend my energy. That makes sense. Uh, so w- yeah. did you film that in the summer? We did that in the summer, yes, we, in full wool tights and sweaters <laughs> in, um, you know, 76 degree heat in Vancouver. <laughs> Yeah. Or David was sweating through that whole movie. If they would have to come in and mop him off in between every take, poor thing. <laughs> poor guy. Uh, and uh, and your uh, uh, the kid who played your son is so cute. In, oh my god, uh, Liam! Liam is the sweetest. He's so well behaved. He's such a little professional. Um, he wrote me a thank you card afterwards. Oh my goodness! Just he is really just. And, and I mean, no offense to you or David, but he, Liam stole the show when he was talking about like, oh, no one's ever really asked me what I want to be when I grow up because I was sick for so long. I was dead. I mean, after that moment, he killed me. It was incredible. Like that kid, he's too adorable and too good. It's ridiculous. Really, really is. He oh. really is. Oh because <laughs> he plays philip on when calls the heart and he is one of no yes. joke one of the best things on the show him and opal are our, favorite, are our favorites <laughs> like forget Aww. the adults we like opal and philip the best <laughs> that's so cute yeah, they're so charming <laughs> and this one i maybe it was because it was based on a book i thought it was really well written i think uh just I I felt like her motivation was so understandable. And I thought his motivation was understandable. Like he's trying to protect the interests of his, uh, of his uh, father who he doesn't like, he's conflicted about that, but she thinks he thinks she's 
you know, that she's taken advantage of a, you know, an old man. And so his motivation made sense. And she also made sense because she's had all these hard breaks and she gets one, you know, one good thing. She, you know, she jumps on it. I thought that that was nice because I enjoy the archetypal ones where it's just kind of silly and over the top, but it's also nice. These ones that are a little more grounded. Yeah, I think you'll like Season for Love a lot then, mm. because it's, it's, it's very much, you know, they're dealing with real world issues. They're adults, they're grownups, mm. you know, there's kids involved, and um, they're, they have to think everything through, just like, I mean, Bramble House is really similar. These are, these are grownups that, um, you know, it's not just we're falling head over heels in love with each other, it's, there's a lot of complex issues at play. Um, so I think, I think if you liked Bramble House, I think you'll really like Season mm. for Love. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm excited for you to see it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, so, yeah, tell us a little bit more about it, about Season for Love. Um, so I play a, um, a woman named Tyler who is a sous chef in San Francisco who's um, you know, trying to move up in the fast-paced restaurant world and has done really well for herself there. And when she was in high school, um, she had a romance with uh, this boy, Corey, and they decided to let each other go their separate ways to pursue their individual dreams, even though they still loved each other. So mm-hmm. he's gone off. He's become a big celebrity barbecue chef. And um, she's gone off and lived her life. She's had a daughter. She's gotten divorced. And she comes. they both end up back in their same small town in the summer, um, back in Texas, Red Rock, Texas, um, for the annual barbecue contest. And they sort of, um, through a series of events, end up being competitors in it and they um they wonder should they uproot everything that they know about their lives and all of this you know out external success that they've had for taking a second chance at something that could be really good Hmm. i i do wish they had worked in uh i wish they had worked in barbecue into the title somehow that's my only regret because it sounds fantastic It used to be called A Sweet Taste of Love. Like, when we were working on it, that's what it was called. And then midway through, it gets renamed. Uh-huh. I, think, I think Season for Love is a better choice than Sweet Taste of Love. Yeah, because that sounds like it's cupcakes or something. <laughs> Me too. That's what I thought. It sounds like now we're in a bakery. But Season for Love, it's summer season and it's barbecue seasoning. Yeah, it's, a little, it's a, little, a little spicier than yeah. the sweetness and, of love. <laughs> and my name's Autumn, which is also a season, so it's perfect. Oh, you're right. Look at you. Tying it all in. Tying it all in, ladies. <laughs> well, so you got to work with Mark Blucas, who we loved last year in Miss Christmas. It was one of the highlights uh-huh. of last year, uh, Countdown to Christmas. So that must have been pretty fun to, to work uh, with him. I adore him. Yeah, I, I would, like, he's a friend, mm-hmm. you know, he's genuinely somebody who I'm going to keep in touch with, and um, was just, so it's just lovely to work with him, just easy, mm-hmm. you know, and we we have a genuine camaraderie that, that shows up on the screen. Awesome. awesome. We're very excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really, really excited. <laughs> Uh, do you like barbecue? Uh, are you a fan or are you not much um, of a meat eater? Should I lie and say yes? Um, <laughs> no. no, I, I, <laughs> I love meat and I actually love grilling, but I don't like barbecue sauce. 
I think it's oh. weird. I don't understand it. Which and I had to smell it this whole movie. <laughs> oh my word! Like I, I felt like I went home smelling like barbecue sauce. <laughs> well, maybe you should have like North Carolina barbecue because they just use the vinegar. Maybe that. Yes. Be your oh my god! Thing. Somebody, somebody from North Carolina, send me a recipe <laughs> on Twitter or Instagram or something, and I will try it out this summer. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. Any sort of barbecue that I don't need actual barbecue sauce for, please tweet me, Instagram me your recipes. Yeah. I will make them. Yeah. Well, you can even just send it. You can, if you want to send it as a comment or whatever on the podcast, we'll, we'll, yes. we'll pass it on to Autumn. That'll be great. I, I need it to be in the form of a recipe book. It needs to be compiled <laughs> in a three-wing binder. Yeah. <laughs> Full blue uh, apron no, style. Not, please send me all the ingredients. Oh God, please! I love the <laughs> yes, please. All ready to go. Yeah. Sometimes those barbecue sauces can be a little too sweet for me. Uh, I like them more. Yeah, I don't agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we did change the title from the sweet taste of love to season for love. So. Yeah. Get that sweet barbecue yes. sauce out of here. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I was just trying to think of what would be a good, like, barbecue. It'd be, like, uh, <laughs> Smoke and Love or something. I don't know. I, they probably went with the correct titles. They, they, make, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, well, I, we're definitely looking forward to that. So, well, uh, we like to end our interviews with sort of some silly questions. <laughs> that we hey, call fun. let's do it all right let's do it <laughs> all right and um this is the part where i actually show up you're like why is this weird girl been here sometimes it's me this is my part <laughs> okay. um so we call these our teen beat questions because i literally stole a lot of these questions from an old teen beat interview um oh so God, yes. The, yes. the first one <laughs> is what is the best ice cream flavor Oh God! Are you making me choose? What is the best, or what? Is, which, what is my favorite? Well, your favorite's um, fine. I, I'm gonna like salted caramel bourbon mm. vanilla. If that's the flavor that I want to eat, that. Well, I want to eat that now too. You invented something amazing. Watch out for your next Hallmark movie where you're an ice cream maker. Oh my gosh! Yeah, with the fancy flavors. Okay. There, we can use Sweet Taste of Love for that one. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, that would be perfect. It could be a Winterfest movie. That would be so good. Oh my God. You, you guys have just come up with a lot of good pitches. <laughs> yes. And they're all fair game. No one needs to pay us. If you do something with them, just use them. Um, all right. And then the next question is, what's your favorite color? White. Ooh. Oh, interesting. Because it's very all the colors. Winter, you don't really yeah. have to pick then. It's it's all the colors reflected back. Smart. Brilliant. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Although it gets clothes very I I I spill too much of my clothes to wear white. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a consideration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. And then this is what would have been what's in your CD player right now, but is what what music are you listening to? Listening These to the Bahamas. Oh. Yeah, band Bahamas and um, Tina Granis. I feel of, like a I... A lot of them lately. Oh, that's very fun. Great work. 
I, I like the fact because like I feel like after everybody's interview I almost like well I guess I need to uh load up the iPod with some I don't have an iPod no one has an iPod but <laughs> <laughs> you know check out this new band because I I don't know who that band is but I probably yeah. will like them see look at you <laughs> spreading culture <laughs> yeah all right, and then the, the next question is, what is your go-to date night food? Thai food. Mm. I think Thai food. I love, I love to do Thai takeout and, you know, cuddle on the couch. Oh, what, what do you like best? Do you like the curry or pad thai or I get the pad thai, the traditional pad thai with fried tofu, and then I also get the drunken noodles, which is super spicy. Mm. And then I take, you know, like a ratio of like three quarters pad thai to one quarter spicy drunken noodles and I mix them up together. Mm. That's my tip. That's my recipe tip for everyone out there. It you really are a food scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds yummy to me. Mm. I can't wait for the really sequel good. to season for love where you <laughs> do Thai food. Um <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then I guess you kind of maybe covered this, but just in case you want to have a different answer, your go-to date night activity. Well, I mean, really what it is, you probably aren't allowed to say out loud. Um, isn't, that, isn't that everyone's favorite date night activity? I would hope so. Um, yeah, if it's date night, hello. I'm just going to leave that there. I think we can... Sounds good. Sounds that's, good. That's a really good answer. <laughs> we'll, uh, you know, turn up the score and go to the window and watch the breeze blow through the blinds. That's what just happened right there. Um, okay. And then here are some either or questions. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Excellent. All right. Beaches or mountains? Ooh, that's mountains. Okay. Um, ah. Fancy ball gown or sweats? Wet. Or if you want, you know, like a dog costume. <laughs> Is that an option? <laughs> we can do whatever you want. <laughs> so you said sweats? I didn't, I didn't hear you. Sweats. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's honestly not fair, but, you know, what are you going to do? I feel like okay. the only people that say fancy dress are like, we had Lila Fitzgerald, who's young. She was like, I want to look like a princess every day. And we're like, yeah, <laughs> you're still young. <laughs> Life hasn't whittled you down <laughs> to sweats all the time. <laughs> all right. And then um, what is your favorite holiday? Like to celebrate. She's oh, not man. Canadian. She would have she would have known what holiday meant. Oh, she God. wouldn't think it was a vacation. Canada Day. That's my favorite. It's Canada Day. <laughs> That's a great day. Um, for Hallmark. It's yeah. a great day. Um, gosh, I, you know, I don't have one. I really think like every opportunity to celebrate something is wonderful, you know? I, I find it hard to rank them. I That's, love that answer. That's the best answer we've had in your face. All the people okay. shows. <laughs> that's that. Yeah, that's a really cute answer. Uh, I love it. All right, and then this next one is the hardest one. It is the last one, and bear in mind you are allowed to just choose one that you're in. Favorite Hallmark movie. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, how do you make me choose between all my children? <laughs> you can choose like one that you're so not in. But you're, you're you're definitely allowed to to choose one you're in. I I you guys I really can't choose. All right, but I really can't. I mean, it's that's, fine. That's, I'm gonna. You know what is my favorite movie? Season for Love. That's airing this Friday. <laughs> Saturday. Airing this Saturday. Um, season for Love. Nice. <laughs> that's a very that's a very savvy answer. Great work. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have some experience. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think you passed the test. We'll let you keep making Ooh. movies for us. <laughs> you. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you. Thank you for continuing to watch them and for loving them and for all of your support. All of you Hallmarkies out there, like we really, really appreciate you. And oh. I'm so happy that um, that our movies make you happy. Yes. And before we sign off with you, I do just want to say it didn't come up naturally in conversation. Um, I love the American Mall and I think more people should buy the DVD in the end. Deal. That's it. All right. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a delight. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. This was a real treat for us. And uh, Absolutely. It was so nice talking with you. Do you have a, a social media that you'd like to share? Yeah, I'm, I'm mostly on Instagram, so I'm just autumn underscore reser. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. We'll put that in the description section uh, for anyone listening, and so you can follow, make sure you're following Autumn. And are you going to be like live tweeting or any, or anything uh, this? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to try. I have to figure out how I'm going to watch it because I don't have a TV. Really. Oh. So. Mm -hmm. I, I thank you for reminding me because I need to reach out so that I can make that happen. Last time I just put a DVD into my computer and watched it at the same time that it was airing uh -huh. on the East Coast. So um, I'm going to figure that out and I'm going to say yes. I am going to be like live tweeting it. <laughs> well, good. That we'll look forward to that. We will definitely be watching and uh, we're excited. So uh, thanks, good. thanks again. We really appreciate it. Nice to talk to you. Enjoy the movie. We will. <laughs> Bye. 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 We'd really like to thank Autumn for sitting on and talking with us. Uh, it was such a delight. And uh, Amber, where can people find you? As always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter, and that's it. Yeah, that's great. And you can follow me, Rachel, at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. I really appreciate that. Make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And if you can put in your reviews on iTunes, it really helps us out so that more people can find out about the podcast. So that's great. And uh, yeah, let us know what you think. And uh, what are some of your favorite Autumn Risa roles? Put in, in, let us know in the, in the comment section or on Twitter. We'd love to hear. And uh, thanks again. And we will, uh, we'll talk to you all later. Bye. Bye everybody.